I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their Tropes Battles for, for Dominance. So let's get right into it. Our last episode was delayed by a week. Um, that was my horse's fault. <laughs> my horse um, stumbled, threw me off her, and I now have two hairline fractures in my lumbar vertebrae. Um, I'm okay. It's not like, I mean, it's serious because it's on my back, on my spine, but it's not like when it comes to spinal injuries, it is as least serious as it can be. It is the equivalent of spraining my pinky in the spine. Like it's on a transverse process. It's not a big deal. However, I am in pain if I sit like normally. So I either have to lean all the way back or lean all the way forward. Hence me reclining. Um, this far back well yeah it's because your your lumbar vertebrae are super incredibly important for weight bearing in the body (laughs) i love anatomy and kinesiology so much it's actually more my muscle than it is um the bone um which is both good and bad like good that my bone is okay but bad because that area of muscles like literally almost every single muscle and nerve in the body connects through that area so we're, we're hanging in there. Um, I, I walk with a cane currently. I'm going to try and be off that by next week. Um, it's more like I don't even really need the cane to walk. I just It helps me to stand up and sit down because I can't put all of that weight on my body yet. I need it to put it on something else. And um, Nick is still recovering from his surgery from a few months ago, so he can't be my weight bearer. So I use um, the cane. For instance, he has to put my pants on. It's awkward as fuck. Like, I can't towel dry my legs. He has to towel dry my legs after I shower. It is so i'm like not fun but we're we're getting through it and um thanks guys for your patience with last week's upload um i hope that that was an entertaining story and i promise it's not like a my dog ate my homework type thing i genuinely broke my back (laughs) but we're here now um i we liz and i were just talking about some uh weebs we know in our life because tomorrow aka when this airs um we'll be at comic-con I will be presenting my panel six hours after this episode airs. So if for whatever reason you listen and are also at Comic-Con, why are you listening to the podcast at Comic-Con? I don't know. But come check out the panel. It's 9.15 in room, I think it was 401.1 or something like that. I don't know. It's called Japanese Music on the Rise. I'm very excited. I've worked very hard in this panel. As always, Liz is one of my beautiful co-speakers on the panel. Um, So come check us out. I don't think... I have any like updates that I want to share um because I want to let you also speak. So um work is fucking murdering me. Um I've had like two assignments due this week. I have to finish like one of them up like right after we fi- get off of here. Um I have a group assignment due on like Tuesday. Um I have I had a test on Wednesday and I have an anatomy test on Monday. So um, safe to say this is like incredibly like an incredibly stressful week for me, especially with like New York Comic Con and like I'm not fucking missing Comic Con for my anatomy test. Like, fuck, fuck that. Like, literally, no. Remember, um, guys, so, this is the comic fan in this duo. This like Comic Con so important to me. I would never like any other con. Like, I would like maybe think about it or be like, oh, I'll miss like this day of it. I'll leave early this day. Comic Con, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Um. I mean, it's my first con. I have to go. It's like, it's just my thing. Um, What was I going to say? So yeah, if you see someone dressed as Starfire this weekend on Quizlet studying anatomy terminology, 
that's me. <laughs> um, so yeah, but basically I'm absolutely fucking exhausted. So um, like my brain is dead. My body is dead. I'm super sleepy. So um, I apologize for the low energy um, this week. I'm trying to think about other stuff. I, I literally do nothing but do schoolwork. <laughs> I can vouch for so, that. Like, Anytime I text her, it's always, sorry, I was in the middle of an assignment. Sorry, I was studying. Yeah. Sorry, I was taking a test. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's what you get when you go to like a really good school. Liz goes to a really good school, really good program. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hang in there. I'm slowly dying, but it's worth it. It's all better. It feels It feels much better. I'll be much more prepared for like next time, especially because like now, like first tests, now kind of know expect. what to expect. Right. Like I know how to study for it. Like, so, like, basically, I don't have to, like, study week of. Like, I know, like, this is what I'm doing going up to the each exam and, like, study. So, like. That's good. It's just all of our teachers, they're like, yeah, we all talk so that we don't, like, all schedule all our stuff at the same exact time. And then they uh, still They do. didn't talk. It was all scheduled at the same exact time. One of my professors was really nice and extended our deadline by, like, That's two nice. days. The assignment I'm finishing um, tonight is due tomorrow it was originally due on wednesday when like our lab and kinesiology test was so that would have been like fucking brutal yeah i can imagine so she was like oh i'll extend it to friday and i was like thank you god yeah that's that's my life cool i i also have some my mini my mini master is ending in two weeks so literally everything is being due like she assigned gave us three it's like a group presentation um then like a 2000 word essay and then another 1500 word essay that's all due in the next two weeks and i'm like it's doable if i wasn't also working full-time <laughs> it is such a pain in the ass but so i feel you on schoolwork i don't feel you on the test though that sucks um don't miss those <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best of it'll, be, it'll be really really fun i know so much about the body now i think i know so like way more about like anatomy now like that's cool it's fucking insane man. anatomy is really cool yeah I don't, <laughs> it's cool it's Not, hard but it's cool it sucks until it's it's like it's cool but it sucks when you have like four to six sometimes like what feels like eight hours worth of lectures to watch for anatomy in a week and then, like, if you want to, like, then you have, like, two classes, which are, like, only, like, an hour and a half. But, like, they're, like, you're working through, like, right. problems. So they're, like, hard. And then, like, the actual, like, studying you have to do for anatomy every week. Literally, me and the people in my cohort were, like, you want to know how we're so mentally fucked up? We get so excited when we get to do other work because we're, like, it's not anatomy. Yes. Thank God I'm doing something other than anatomy. <laughs> only, like, psychotic people would be so excited about doing a different textbook reading. Like, you know what you just – that reminds me of? Do you remember those people, like, back in the Tumblr who'd be, like, who would hate – who hated the fact that the Harry Potter characters would complain about homework because they would always be, like, you're doing magical homework. Let me do your homework. And they literally made a fucking roleplay site. Like, I think it was actually ended up being sponsored by Harry Potter where literally you just did Harry Potter homework. Like, I, I remember uh, I signed up for it because I was curious and you it was literally just writing essays. Um, <laughs> but that's what you remind me of right now with the whole, like, I will do any homework but my own. <laughs> but my but my anatomy oh uh, my gosh well um let's take your mind let's do more work that's not anatomy um and do the podcast Yay. so um i got to pick this week so i'll get started mm-hmm. um i wanted to pick something interesting i nothing was really like standing out to me in my bookmarks um i've been reading a lot of fic lately i've mostly been reading actual books for once in my life so iconic um, 
Um, however, something in so I've been rereading the Sarah J. Mass series because I you all can hate on me for that all you want. I get that her works are controversial and objectively bad writing, but also I love her stuff. <laughs> so um she is to me what Colleen Hoover is to book talk. Um I mean Sarah J. Mass is also that to book talk, but like those two are like one in the same. Um Oh, I read the- my first Colleen Hoover book. I really liked it. I know you would like it. Uh- <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. Um all her stuff is like realism, so that's all that's me. That's, that's and then my I'm shit. the fantasy side, so Sarah J. Mass is all me. Anyways, um I was thinking about how sometimes there's like people like like to shit on her writing a lot because she just does a lot of these like unnecessary descriptors or like bad descriptors um one that you might have seen floating around tiktok for years now is um she the main character gives female main character gives male main character a blowjob in the middle of a fucking battlefield like after the battle like they're all in their war tent and they're in her war tent and she starts like sucking him off and literally she writes something like his um like groans or something covered the sounds of the dead and dying around us <laughs> something like that it's just some unneeded description she has so much of that where where a character will be doing something but it's just over descriptive and that's how her books end up being 700 plus pages every single time um i just like don't want to think of someone sucking someone else off while there's like people fucking dying and the thing and, like, is though like they're the leaders they're of the dead. army they're the fucking leaders of the army and these are their friends and family that's dying around and it's like it's not even like they're just like dead like they they're like the sounds of people yes dying. it's a battlefield how could you not be like, like oh my god i know like, wait was it like while the battle was still happening? no it was after that so the battle okay. ends and so it's literally like after they do like recovery and stuff the male male character did most of like the fighting and like the magic behind the fighting so he's like really drained so female main character is like mm, i can make you feel better and then let him take that. a nap bestie <laughs> let him take a nap let he's fine nap. anyways <laughs> just that sort of over description maybe um when i saw this caught my eye it's called the burly detective syndrome so this is um sort of like purple prose and purple prose is like just again the over descriptive writing but burly detective goes a step further where the writer is going out of their way to avoid reusing the character names over and over and pronouns over and over so they use descriptions instead so this Mm -hmm. so this is not usually labeled because people don't realize they're doing it and i actually think it's mostly common in like slash fix i think in um hectics you'll often see them be like he said this and then they use a name and then they use a pronoun like they are able to alternate between pronouns and names because they have different pronouns when you have slash fic where it's just he him pronouns yeah. and he him pronouns she her she her you know or any combination of pronouns that are just the same it becomes very hard to tell who's talking and you guys have seen that when liz and i've read fix before where we're just like i don't know who's speaking right now i think yeah. you're speaking i think you're speaking because so often um inexperienced writers right and it's not it's not like um an experience might be a bad word because i think even experienced writers do this as we've seen uh, um but it's it's something that like you don't realize if as the author because in your mind it's so clear who's talking because you're writing it this is <laughs> where an editor or a beta reader comes in and is like i don't know what the fuck is going on here you got to either explain it better with through descriptors or by replacing the names. So some authors will like to over-describe things in purple prose, and then you have Burly Detective Syndrome, where they're like, instead of, um, you know, 
uh, Carlisle said, they'll say, the blonde vampire coven leader. <laughs> like, you know, like, they just go so into it. I um, don't, like, that just reminds me, I don't know why, of just, like, the trope of, like, they're bright blue orbs. So, funny you mentioned that. So, <laughs> so, that is part of Purple Prose, right? Where it's just, like, you want something so different that you go into like you write something that doesn't really make a lot of sense in the end like you don't want to say his blue eyes look into his blue eyes so you say the wizard's blue orbs gazed into the depths of the sparkling crystal clear or um balls <laughs> like you know like you just they try so hard not to repeat words and i think this is also a fault um i can't speak on other world like country education systems but this is definitely a fault in the american education system i oh, can yeah. like distinctly remember seventh grade eighth grade literature being told like you can't say he said she said you need to say he exclaimed she shouted like use different Literally, words do you remember like i would go through like my like my like fucking like essays and they'd be like yes. yeah change out like they would give us a fucking sheet of like, yes things that you have to use one of every Thing. and they're like change you cannot use the same one twice and the thing oh is my god like i think that by doing that they're trying to invoke creativity in you by instead of saying you know a character saying something maybe now they're shouting something and i think that that can be a good exercise but by drilling it in and not allowing somebody to just use the simplest terms has led to a lot of this burly detective syndrome so um, the american education system fails us again yes and i i th- i would <laughs> say honestly this probably stems from the british education system just because i noticed this is a problem in like every english like liter- like english language literature so um whether it's fic books if it's written in english this is like I can't read a book without finding at least one example where something is just over described for the sake of being different it's okay to repeat words, scenes, phrases, characters, because honestly, most of the time your reader is not going to realize it actually helps it flow better. Mm-hmm. If you're saying like, he said this, she said this, the reader in their minds, usually that he said, she said, that kind of like disappears, that fades away. Yeah. They're not, they don't write, like, they're not cognizant of that being there. It, that's instead, yeah. it's making the voices that they're reading make sense who they're belonging to. They don't, and so anyways um all of that being said um when you people don't write burly detective syndrome on purpose right so if you search burly detective syndrome on archive for instance you get two fix um so they're both clearly satire i went with one of them however um like liz was saying i was like you know i kind of want to find something about orbs that's always a very good one like people like that's like you know like their tongues battling for dominance like how we have the podcast title they're she gazed into his blue orbs like that he like his blue orbs were sparkling like my my green orbs are gazing into my brown brown orbs orbs are poop colored (laughs) and anyways um, so i when i searched that i got sidetracked because <laughs> if you search his blue orbs, um, or I don't remember what exactly it was that I searched. Um, I can actually, let me give me like a second. Uh, yeah, I searched his blue orbs. The first fic that showed up for me is called Heaven by Girl Power. And Girl Power. here are the fandoms. Um, political real person fiction, US 21st century. Oh. Billary. As okay. in Hillary and Bill Clinton. And it's like, it's only a thousand words, like 1,300 words, right? So I read it because I was like, okay, maybe there's something in here. Like, this is got to be satire. 
the yeah, comments was, like funny. this fic it is not satire these people like in the comments are like i always feel like they wrote they always write hillary as such a villain or or like you know like they just clearly loved each other this this fic really reminds <laughs> you of how much they loved each other and it's like the fic what is the literally fuck? the fic is literally if monica Lewinsky was a dream that's basically the thing. <laughs> and like, or if Monica Lewinsky was a rumor, it wasn't real. What the like, fuck? I genuinely cannot tell. Like, if, I, like, I genuinely feel like the people who, and I, this is written in 2017, right? So shortly, like, after the election, February 2017. I, so this is shortly after the election. So like, only like three or four months after the election. So this, this is like a Hillary fan. I just, like, can't get over, like, not only, like, because, like, you know, like, there's always going to be, like, someone writing something serious about someone. But, like, the fact that people come, like, other yes, people commented people, on this and were, like. there are 16 comments on this. Like, 16 different people. Like, you have to have a lot of people, like, read it and, like, seriously read it. It has 47 get, like, kudos. one comment. 47 and kudos, so, a thousand people, hits, like. For people, who, like, I feel like they always write Hillary is such a villain. What? How much Hillary Clinton fan fiction are you reading? Yes. Well, they were they were they referenced like a real book that some like a nonfiction book that someone wrote, or no, they they referenced actually. Sorry, it was it was a fictional book that someone wrote based on the Clintons, and in the book, mm-hmm. Hillary is like stationed somewhere, um, like her character is stationed somewhere, and the person's like, I feel like this was like a punishment to her, like being cheated on or something. It was just something like so. I was like, what? The fuck? And and so the other thing that I think is really interesting, right? Um, the rate of return on fanfiction, especially on Archive of Our Own, I think it was actually, you tended to get more comments on fanfic.net, but on Archive of Our Own, people are, like, they don't want people to know that they're reading something. Like, you're lucky to get kudos. Like, I would I would rather fucking murder myself before showing anyone my, like, the absolutely. pics I read. There are read. very few people I've sh- shared, like, my read history with. That being said, like, I will always kudos. If I read something all the way through, I kudos it um oh, unless it's, unless so it's strong. the billary fic <laughs> but or billary, and if i billary. if i like something even if i don't plan to reread it i'll bookmark it because like i you know i used to write, try and write fic i recognize the rate of return is so low i very rarely will leave comments because that's a little scary for me but i try to when you know i have the energy to that being said this fic this billary fic has 1100 hits 47 kudos and 16 comments that is how much like how, how many comments and kudos that like a like fic in a normal fandom would get like that's like an average amount like that's how much someone might get in one chapter upload of a popular fic do you like under like i recognize that it's it's also been five years since like almost six years since this was published but still ruining my brain like (laughs) i just thought that was really fascinating and i had to share that with you like the thing is like sorry rpf is one thing Mm -hmm. rpf is one thing when you're writing about your silly little fucking minecraft celebrities and stuff right fucking hillary hillary and bill clinton politicians with celebrities does not sit right with me that being said i have another fun one so then i scrolled down more because i was like okay that must be a one-off um four fix later i get another political real real person fic from the u.s 21st century and it's by a different author it's called mm-hmm. The Turtle's Gaze by Mr. Underscore Underscore Jellyfish. And yeah. um, I don't know if I want to read you the summary or the tags. I, I want to do both, but I don't know which one I want to do first. And I am not... Actually, it's 381 words, so maybe I'll... Do you want a little, a little read? 
Are you? Well, you have to read. Like, what is this about first? Or should I go in blind? I'll give it you the summary. Be- I'll, I'll give you the summary and then the tags, and then we'll go in. Because it's only it's only three hundred words, right? So okay, okay, okay. Summary. Ted closed his brown orbs and let out a sigh. The pressure inside his dark blue suit pants was becoming painful. No. Mitch caught his eye from across the room where he stood at the podium. Tags. Ted Cruz x Mitch McConnell. Dead Dove. Do not eat. Satire. One shot. Toxic Dom. Mitch McConnell. Humiliation. Public humiliation. Large cock. Walrus penis bone. Non-sexual. No animals were harmed cool. in the making of this fan fiction. I'm sorry. Hey, at least this is like satire, you know? Like, I feel better knowing that this is oh, like of course. satire. Listen, did you, Ted close his brown orbs? Like, that, that is, like, that is... No, but, like, the thing is, like, it, it's, like, this is, like, at least, like, funny. The, the Billery fic is not funny. It's just, <laughs> like, weird. Um, let's, get in, let's get into the um, med is it the sec- what would it be no i didn't it's the second one but i'm gonna re- I'll, I'll do you want to read it are you comfortable no, read- yeah i was gonna not. say so i'll read it i'll read the um, um they're they're i i kind of like titch titch all right we're going with titch titch, titch is our otp that's the title of the episode uh our otp titch um so it just repeats the summary and then a mischievous glint shined in the elder's sinful gaze he raised his eyebrows in challenge ted swallowed deeply as he shifted in his seat under mitch's gaze the fabric rubbed painfully across his throbbing member he finally broke his eyes away to look at the current speaker representative don young held an 18 inch walrus penis bone aloft like a sword looking at the phallic item did nothing to calm the fire currently raging inside ted's core he found himself gently rocking against his erotically tight pants, locking eyes once again with Mitch as he covertly pleasured himself. But Mitch ignored him, instead focusing on Don's walrus penis bone. Representative Don Young, still brandishing his walrus penis bone, finally sat down after his speech. Mitch's eyes once again fell on Ted. A smile quirked on his turtle-like face. I, I don't remember how either of them speak because I try so hard to only read like stuff they've said and not listen to them because they're infuriating. Um, but mm-hmm. So we're going to go with decrepit old man voice. I believe Representative Cruz had something to add to the current debate. Will you please come no. forward? Mitch no. said a delectably sinful look in his eye. Yes, House Speaker, Ted moaned out feebly. As Ted rose to his... Wait, should I do that? Yeah, yes, House Speaker. Ted moaned out Pitch OTP real. Pitch OTP real. As Ted rose to his feet, his legs wabled. I think they meant wobbled. And he briefly clutched... like wabled. ...the edge of his desk in support as the fabric of his pants brushed against his erect penis. All eyes were on him as he walked to the center of the floor. Jim Sensenbrenner smiled in recognition as he realized what was happening. He was Mitch's last conquest. Please present your evidence, Representative Cruz, Mitch commanded coolly. Yes, sir, Ted whined as he dropped to his knees in the middle of the house. With shaking hands, he popped the button on his fine suit pants. The straining zipper rolled down on its own against the pressure of Ted's throbbing member. With a loud moan, Ted took himself in one hand and began to stroke. His eyes were submissively averted from Mitch's gaze. With a loud cry, Ted shamefully let loose his seed upon the carpet. 
Mitch grimaced as a spot landed near his finely polished shoes. What the fuck are you doing, you motherfucker? You were supposed to deny the bill! Mitch demanded. Yes, sir, maybe. The author said at the very end, did this awaken something in you? The the, the, the the yes sir literally almost made me fucking kiss my pants. Oh my god. I when <laughs> Nick was sitting next to me when I was oh doing my, my notes and he I like screamed when I read this. It's so, um Titch OTP real Titch um, OTP fuck, real Fuck Mitch's old conquest Titch 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 forever. X on the jitch. John X hitch. No, X on that. Titch forever. Um, anyways, so... My mind. Here's an actual example of burnt detective syndrome. I'm so sorry. Um, That's okay. I will say, I don't know a single character or thing mentioned in this fic. This is a fic based off Miss Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries, um, which is... You almost said Fitch. (laughs) I almost said Titch. We meet titch titch only. Um, when we see each other tomorrow, we're just gonna start chanting titch 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 titch. titch, titch. <laughs> um, this is an Australian and, murder mystery show. Um, from 2019. I don't know if it continued past that, but it's like set in Melbourne in the 1960s, and it's about like ooh. a murder mystery. Um, That's fun. Yeah, I thought it, it looks cute. Um, I but this is one of the two fix. The other one was Dragon Age, and Dragon Age is really complicated to me, and I didn't want to try and deal with it. So, hence this. Here's some detectives. Yes. Yeah, so this is called Burly Detective Syndrome by Tara underscore S T O F S E. It's rated general audiences. Um, this is very clearly a satire fic. Uh, the summary is a raven-haired lady detective sashays into an office. <clears throat> so um i guess you and i can just like alternate senses like reading senses so that we don't um like the speaking senses lines that's the word just because um like we were saying doing this makes it really hard to follow along what's actually going on okay mm-hmm. a bob of raven hair sachets into an office and sits down on the edge of the desk you'll never guess what i have for you something that's gonna get me in trouble the occupant of the office mutters Definitely. The the desk sitter purrs, legs uncrossing deliberately. Aren't you going to ask me what it is? The owner of the two carefully averted eyes sighs and stands up behind the desk. No doubt you'll tell me anyway. I'd rather show you, whispers the blue-eyed seductress, letting a piece of paper appear from somewhere. The unyielding, though not unwilling, seducee. I've never, I've never heard I I don't know if that's a real word. Like the the It is now being seducted, seducee. Let's have it a is cough. Now. Um where'd you find that? I picked it up. After you and Hugh left, the concealer of the evidence squeaks. The exasperated officer of the law leans on the desk. Miss Fisher. Come on, Jack. It will be helpful for our investigation, cries the very image of wide-eyed innocence. I love that, cries the very image of wide-eyed innocence. Our investigation? Yes, and I'm expecting you for dinner tonight to discuss it. The receiver of one very sultry look nods with a slight quirk of the lips. Will that be all? Not unless you want it to be, murmurs the woman fixing his tie. 
I'll see you tonight, then. The usually dour-faced detective rumbles with a fond smile before guiding the protesting lady detective out of the door. And that's it. Amazing. But yeah, so I, I mean, just, it's it's a great it's a great example of it. Like, it there's no, it's it's great. And then the thing is too, if you realize, like, if you just added like a couple he said she said and names in here, this is how a lot of literature is written. Um, and that's honestly like something I realized with nonfiction, not even nonfiction, but like um scientific writing, is how much we repeat things and how it's so much easier to read with the things repeated. You know, like I said, like. It's like it's not it's not um like you cite something one way. It's kind yeah. of like you're not supposed like you can cite something by saying as seen in this book blah blah but it's blah. Just but like usually stupid. Yeah, people really frown upon that. That's seen as more informal. It's you're really just supposed to say but like blah 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 was found in blah 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 and then you put in your parentheses your sources. Like and I think it it becomes a lot easier to understand who found what when you write it like that as opposed to saying there was a study in Australia in 1960 and Melbourne, and like you go into so much detail, like yeah, it becomes a lot more confusing. Anyways, um, that being said, I don't think I would read this, um, even for fun. It is like grating on my brain, low key infuriating. Yes. I mean, like I definitely see it like to like a lesser extent, and like I can get through it if it's to like a really like a lesser extent, you know, because like that's how a lot of fan fiction is written, especially because mm-hmm. like. A lot of the people who are writing it aren't professional, like, writers. They don't have a degree in, like, literature. And so it's, like, we're bound to fall into these pitfalls, as we said, like, as a result of the American education system. So, like, you just see it a lot. And, like, especially if it's, like, not too, too much, like, most people, Most time, you still just read past it. Exactly. Yeah. But if you want to elevate your writing um, from two, like, people who are definitely not authorized to give you writing advice, um, we would recommend doing more he said, she said, less his blue eye orbs sparkled. (laughs) Yeah, listen to the fucking science, like, writers telling you to be like, write it in more simpler terms. (gasps) Make it easier to understand. Do not exact, don't add any unnecessary details right to the point. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, because <laughs> that might be how funny. we were trained to write, but it might, it might be how we were trained to write. As, but anyways, as, as women in STEM. Um. <laughs> so, Liz, what did you get assigned? Um, I got assigned cryptids. Yay! Yay! I love a good cryptid. Were they were they dark and fuzzy with brown orbs that sparkled with the intensity of their gaze? Why are you just like describing? Do you remember Domo? Stop! Is he... <laughs> You're just describing Domo. Domo My mom and I favorite. were obsessed with Domo. There, she went to the Domo, Domo. So she used to go to New York a lot, New York City for work a lot when I was younger and she was at her old uh-huh. company. And every single time she would go to the Domo store. I don't know what happened. I think it's somewhere in the bedroom, but I had this like bumblebee, like tiny dum- Domo plushie, like before like plushies like were really popular in America, like Domo plushie. And oh, I had a, a bumblebee Domo costume. He's in a bumblebee costume. <laughs> Bruh, Domo's my favorite cryptid. For those of you guys who don't remember Domo, Domo was literally like a brown furry rectangle with arms and legs. And like a big square and, yeah, like red a square, mouth. Yeah, like a like red teeth. mouth. Like he looked like a, like a sock puppet. But he's with... he's a cryptid and like he was he is really a cryptid because he was so massively popular for like three years. He's from, yeah, he was from again. Japan, and then he found, like, like 
the company i don't remember who created domo but like domo was like really popular in like the early 2000s in america and then people just kind of like stopped. i would say like scene kids kept it alive for a bit longer too because scene kids really loved him and then yes we did yes we out. did i think it faded out with like gur and all that no he was so popular afterwards with like gur um he but was, like not I as mean, relevant like, like they, they were popular he was but... like he was like within the scene kid fandom of like you know like the the cute weird monsters mm -hmm. where it's like gur domo gloomy bear mm -hmm. it's like that kind of thing yeah domo's my favorite cryptid i i fucking love domo i'll stand Sorry. by that i'll stand by that for sure so, um, if we want to look specifically in fan fiction at a cryptid AU, a I don't know why I said AU. So AU. I, my brain is fucking melting. We already know your I brain is in ribbons, know. and Titch only ruined it. She's got Titch <laughs> on the brain. <laughs> I was walking out of the building yesterday. Um, not yesterday, today, and I swiped my card while I was walking out, and I turned around, and I was like. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, the amount the of times I tried to unlock my dorm room with my car keys, like by pressing the car key button on. <laughs> like I've been there. You are not alone. At least, but at least, like, there's not someone sitting at the security True. desk, like, looking at your stupidity. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's okay. It's been a long day, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're hanging in there. Where was I? Okay, so Cryptid AU is an alternative universe in which one or more characters from the source material is portrayed as a cryptid. Though I would like to disagree, they do not always have to be from the source material, but um like Definitely like the, 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 the cryptid the cryptid does not always have to be from the source material. In my opinion, though I don't really read these fics. So um if I, you are yeah, sitting I, here. I'm also not like a big cryptid fucker. I, I know I, like they're really popular, but I've never really gotten the draw. I enjoy a good cryptid, um, but we'll we'll get into into what what cryptids I do enjoy. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting here and you're like, "What the fuck is a cryptid?" Like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. God, cryptids are animals it. that ha have appeared in folklore, religion, or, or urban legends, but whose existence has ne never has not been or cannot be verified by the scientific community. For example, the big like basically the ones that you guys know of is Bigfoot. Loch Ness Monster and Mothman. I can't believe Renesme made a guest appearance. <laughs> oh my god. Um though like in reality I do love like a little Loch Ness Monster plushie. Yes. Like the yeah. idea of the Loch Ness Monster like turned into a marketable plushie is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um I would also say I don't know. I, I would say, and that's why we drank is like a very popular podcast, and so I know I'm not the only person who listens to it and probably like one of the few people who listens to us listens to them as well but m who covers the supernatural and paranormal side of that podcast covered a cryptid a few months ago called the squonk and it's a monk i love heard that of, you have you heard of the squonk? no but i love that name so the squonk is literally something that's so ugly that it literally all it does is cry like it just cries about how ugly it is it's just like it's like a feathery blob that's apparently the ugliest thing you've ever seen and it, all it does is cry and so whenever i think of cryptids now i can only think of the squonk um i'm trying to think of other cryptids um what we do in the shadows just had the jersey devil on it that's, the a, jersey that's devil. a good one the jersey that's devil. a good cryptid um yeah i mean um i would say um yeah. there's also a lot of figures in native american um yeah i don't know so, if you're gonna talk about them at all i i did not talk about it but mm -hmm. like where it's like it's been kind of um 
a point of controversy yeah. to include like the yeah. like so like the Wendigoon within like the cryptid community because it is like a genuine part of like that's a their religion. Thing. It's like it's a culture thing right. and a religious thing. So it's As like opposed it'd to be, Bigfoot is a hairy man. <laughs> it'd, it'd be kind of fucked up if you were like, yeah, like angels, like angels are cryptids. Like in in reality, like it's like it's not the same because like right. it's Christians not the same in terms of oppressor like, versus oppressed. But I, I get what you're saying. It's, like it's like it's like within that concept of where it's like you wouldn't really call like a religion like something of like someone like of like like you wouldn't go and be like oh an angel is like a cryptid so why would you go do that to someone else's religion you know or like or their culture so why would you go do that to someone else's that's essentially Mm -hmm. the idea i'm getting at it's not the same thing because like christians are oppressed i I, I know what you're saying though like like there isn't a comparison because there it's such a unique like niche thing thing so but at this like at the end of the day native americans have at large requested yeah. that these um folklore um beings not be considered cryptids and it's, be considered yeah. very real if not considered real at least give them the respect that the native americans have asked for the same way exactly. that you know native americans say please don't call so-and-so your spirit animal give them yeah. that same respect exactly um so um oh you mentioned cryptids? the fresno night crawlers huh oh, the fresno night crawlers I don't know that. You don't know? Oh, oh, copy paste. I see how it is. Um, the Fresno, like, M covered them oh, at one point, yeah. too. They were okay, like... Okay, okay. So, so, in my defense for the copy paste, I have so much fucking work. No, I know, I'm not judging you. I We literally copy paste so much. It's, that's why we've never claimed to be experts. We use the yeah. internet. Um, but the Fresno Nightcrawlers, if I remember correctly, those are the ones that it turned out were, like, actually just, like, free frozen jeans or some shit. Like, it was just, like... Mm-hmm. Like, the guy was saying that there were these two-foot aliens that, like, um, were, like, stalking him or something, and people's, like, most common theory is that it was just, like, jeans, like, literally pairs of jeans. (laughs) I might be totally butchering that memory. I just, I'm pretty sure that's what it was, because it was in, like, California and in Fresno, Mm -hmm. and that's why they're called the Fresno Nightcrawlers, but, um, anyway, sorry, go ahead, Liz. So, um... Cryptid, the word cryptid is used to um, occasionally refer to supernatural beings, though it is generally accepted that the term specifically describes biological beings, not spiritual spiritual ones. If a supernatural being has no physical body, it probably won't be considered a cryptid. Um, so, um, as we said, like cryptids are you like the word cryptid is used to describe animals whose existence is physically plausible but has not been proven, aka like something like Bigfoot could technically exist it's just never been proven you're telling me there's not a big creature that's brown and like super hairy and tall living in the mountains somewhere right like, so probably much of the world is unexplored and then especially when you look at like water-based cryptids mm-hmm. like we've explored what like not even like a third of the ocean or something like, like we've like wasn't there like a obscenely small number it's, that we've explored obscenely small like you remember intensely the intensely small I used to. I do not I'm gonna anymore. Look it up. But like, anyway. So like, if say we've explored five percent of the world's oceans, right? Who are we to say that there aren't like so many creatures there? Yeah. And think about how many creatures can burrow as well. We can't yeah. go that far below the Earth's crust. How many creatures do you think can? Yeah. Exactly. That we don't know about. And I, like, so yeah. sorry. No, I was it, say, it can it would also be, be rude to assume that there's things out there that like to not assume that things are out there Mm -hmm. 
Um, it can also be like used to describe creatures who like are less like plausible to exist, like Mothman or as you said, the Fresno Nightcrawler. Um, or like the Jersey Devil. That's I'm sorry, I just think of the Jersey Devil because that's like the most like topical, like cryptid to where I am. Mm-hmm. Because like I don't know if New York New York probably has cryptids, but like I don't Absolutely. fucking know any of them. I know none of them. Maybe like big rats. Massive rats. <laughs> rats. All of the rats in New York are the cryptids. They all form to make one giant rat man. The cryptids are just me. I'm <laughs> the cryptid. Um, Liz is the brain behind the, the rat man. Um, and then so it also can be used to describe real animals that are officially considered extinct but have been allegedly cited since their extinction. I don't know how to say the word that they're talking about in this article, but like the megalodon, I think, is one. Like, People are always like, yeah, the Megalodon still exists. I found a Megalodon too. The Megalodon lives here, under here. I they the still Megal- exist. I thought it was literally proven to be true, though. I said, really? No. It wasn't? No. Oh, wow. I don't, well, I, I actually, I, of all things to take Liz's words on, I will always take it on sharks. So. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, because, like, where would the Megalodon fucking live if we didn't have eyes on it? Because, like, literally... No, I don't think it, it exists it, now, but it used yeah. to, right? Oh, yeah. No, I'm oh, not saying okay, that it's... Okay. No, we're, we're talking about animals that have gone extinct, but people say still got exist. Got it, got The Megalodon 100% did exist, yes. Okay. But people, like, like to say, like, oh, it does still exist in the no. depths of the ocean and here and here. And it's, like, literally factually incorrect because the Megalodon fucking died out because it could not, it could not keep up with, like, um, essentially, like, like they, 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 they fed on killer whales. Killer whales lear- go into colder waters, which the Megalodon literally could not survive in. So how can it go into the depths of the ocean, which is so frigidly cold? So it's just like it's not physically plausible, and I'm. <laughs> I support you, Liz. Sharks, sharks, sharks! Oh my god! I support god. you, Liz. No, that makes a lot of. I'm so passionate. I've definitely seen people talk about how it probably still exists, but you're right. Like, it's literally, fucking impossible. no. But at fucking the same time, no. that's what gives it the cryptid status of like, yeah, like you, you know, like scientific, like people are like scientists aren't going to waste their time and resources on this because they know it's or like you know they're 99.99 percent sure that it sure. doesn't exist so it's not worth it to waste resources on it just like how you yeah. know like bigfoot Loch Ness monster mothman like they 99.9 you know like the science community doesn't believe they exist it's but it's not waste their it's not worth their resources to prove just, that they don't yeah exactly because it's like it doesn't fucking matter um what else is there uh um, this term can be also used to describe aliens, as they would be physical creatures, but, like, they're not, like, under the kingdom of Animalia within our, like, fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and in colloquial use, cryptid may also be used to refer to any person who the speaker considers unusual or elusive. Canon creators whose mannerism are esoteric or really make public appearances have been described as cryptids in this sense. I don't know if you can tell I'm pointing at both of us. <laughs> cryptids um i would definitely consider um i'm just trying to think of like an actual irl like like actually like popular creator that would would be like considered a cryptid um uh what's hideo kojima the i think he's the one who created which which game he created one of those was it smash i i don't remember which one it was oh i think it is smash yeah yeah uh um i'm trying to metal gear um metal metal gear is it metal gear i think it's just metal gear actually i don't know why it's metal gear 
I don't know. Anyways, I literally always do shit about him on Twitter and like just like his like people who have met him like he like will sign your leg or some shit and like he like freaks the fuck out of cosplayers and like literally will just tweet the most random shit in English. Honestly, you want to know who's a cryptid? Yeah. uh, uh, What's his face? What's his face? Go ahead. Go ahead. I know, but I want to see who you're gonna say. I'm curious. The name just describe them. Describe them. No, the Japanese singer whose name just escaped me. Oh, no, it's not. I was going to say, like, honestly, John Cena. John Cena's, like, Instagram posts make really? him such a cryptid. Have you ever seen his Instagram posts? I have not. He literally posts, like, screenshots on Instagram with no with no fucking caption. Oh. I was thinking and, of... Sorry, go ahead. Continue. And, and, like, he recently has gotten onto, like, like, posting really, like, vague inspirational stuff on, like twitter he's like such a cryptid in that sense it's it's so it's so wild i love fred's dad and, and then like yeah it's fred's dad if you think of john cena's anything else other than fred's dad you're fucking wrong Real. incorrect no I not a single care. wrestling career it's literally i just don't fred's care dad. that he was a wrestler i don't care that he's peacemaker he is fred's dad and that's how i will remember his legacy um, I'm trying to think of like another cryptid. Uh, Gakto. Or uh Gact if you're gonna say with an American accent, but Gakto. Um fun fact, he's he was the voice behind Gakpo from Vocaloid. Like, and isn't he, he like his... a massively big fan of the Vocaloid, which is he's also just cute. insane. So this yeah. man is literally um oh gosh, I don't remember how he's like I think he's around like fifty, maybe almost sixty at this point. Um <laughs> one of the most famous singers out of japan like and very like in touch with his femicide like think of like david bowie but like japanese and not quite as feminine just like effeminate um he literally is a cryptid in the worst sense in that like that man is so horny he fucks anything that moves (laughs) Like literally any but like any groupie who's ever been a fan has can literally say yeah I had sex with him because he will fuck anything that moves and literally all he does is tweet about how horny he is during the um, lockdown he literally released a video of like a, f- a fingering tutorial. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. I found out he's about giving, this on like somebody's COVID bingo. A service. It's a service. But it's a service he's, to the people. A public service announcement. And, like, every time he performs, right, because he's done, he's older, but he was a pop singer, so, like, his performances were, like, and, you know, he started in, like, the era of pop becoming really big, so, in, like, the 80s, the golden age of pop um, and stuff, and early, late, uh, late 80s, and so he, his performances have always been really eccentric and insane and a lot of energy, so he literally will perform and then immediately pass out. Like, he goes off stage and passes out. that's like like, literally all he does all he does is sing sleep fuck that's all this man does he he has life down pack he really does sing sleep fuck i wish that's how i was living my life also like for some reason like like certain like streamers i feel like really fit under the cryptid category because like they're just like elusive creatures like on the internet who like aren't seen outside usually are we i don't know dream a cryptid no, Before, I don't think so. maybe I would, pre-face reveal he was a cryptid. I would not consider Dream a cryptid. Um maybe like Germa. I don't know who that is. I literally Germa, oh everything God. I everything I learned about Germa is just like him being like absolutely unhinged. 
And like I, I don't know why. Like I also like low key think of like XQC as a cryptid, yeah. Because XQC is also like intensely insane. And I like recently saw a clip of him being like, yeah, when I'm at the computer, I kind of like black out, and I just like <laughs> love that for him. <laughs> and he's like, I kind of just assume everyone. I kind of just use everyone for content. I don't give a shit. I don't care if this is like ruining everything. Like. It's all just content, baby. Do it for the content. And, like, I feel like that's the most, like, cryptid streamer shit ever. And I feel like he Absolutely. just streams for fucking hours. He does. Hours a day. And, like, so, like, if anyone, if I ever saw XQC in the wild, I think, like, I would wild. lose my mind. I, you know, I'm sorry, I, I don't, I can't think of really any more streamers that I would consider cryptids. However, I can continually give you famous Japanese musicians who are cryptids um <laughs> and i have one more that i can share that you reminded me of with the name his uh stage name was jero g j e r o um his name's oh. jerome he was um a black guy from america who went to go teach um english in japan in mm. the early 2000s and um so going back to japan um from like the early 1900s and stuff there's this um musical sound called inka and it's kind of what you we, modern Inca and Inca are kind of what you think of when you think of like I don't know like a better way to describe this but like how older people would say oriental music like that you know like that stock image that that produces in your mind yeah that's kind of what Inca is and then modern Inca is that but with more pop influence um, oh and- I usually like tend to like fucking love that music because it goes hard as fuck. it's just it's very like there's not emotion in it the way that pop has, but like the the lyrics are reflected to be more emotional, if that makes sense. Um, like Inca was known for being a very emotionless style of singing and modern mm-hmm. Inca has some more emotion reflected in it. And it was the bridge from um, like the 50s era of music into the rest of music in Japan, like mm-hmm. modern music. Uh, and, sorry, this is what my panel is on tomorrow. So. Oh, come to the panel. Um, come to the panel. If you're listening, if you're not at New York Comic Con right now and you are in the New York area, go buy a, a super expensive resale That's ticket. Definitely and come sold to the out, panel. Right? Um. Anyway, so back to Jero, uh, Jerome. He went to teach English and uploaded a few videos of himself on the internet singing along to some modern Anka songs and um for being a surprisingly you know not surprisingly but like a very racist and xenophobic country um older japanese citizens who are the primary market for modern anka loved him like were obsessed with him so he got a record deal he released um i think like three albums or something like and like shit yeah like he so he literally was making music the reason i say he's a cryptid is because like at the end of his music career i think it only lasted like a few years he was like i don't even want to make music i literally just want to like be computer programmer (laughs) he's like bye and literally did like i could not find anything on him when it, as I was researching him for my panel, I couldn't find anything else on him. This man disappeared from the face of the internet. And I was like, how do you do that after being so famous? Yeah, that's good for him. I love, like, actually talking about IRL cryptids. But, like, after saying it, I really do think XQC is such a Absolutely. one. He's, like, so... Just, like... A fucking creature. I think it's... That's all I can say. Creature. Um, what? Yeah, yes. it is a good description. Sorry, we ranted um, so, for the past ten minutes. We'll, we'll continue. Um, so, cryptid isn't a canon tag on Ao3 as of uh, twenty twenty one. And when I was still like searching this, like I, it wasn't like a really like a tag. Like it's like one of those tags where you search it and like fix come up, of course. But it's not like when you like it's not a suggested tag. 
Yeah. Right. Um, and um, though there are certain cryptids do have a number of fan works and um, have have common tags such as the Mothman and the Loch Ness Monster. Um, and so this this kind of like cryptid stuff is really popular, obviously, within fandoms that like have like cryptids or like just like supernatural esque being. Then supernatural. It, such a supernatural um <laughs> BuzzFeed Unsolved and the and the X Files. Um yeah. So moving on. I, I can my I, brain Can I make a side comment on the BuzzFeed Unsolved thing? Um yeah. I realized the other day when looking at like so our buzz our episode that's like I think it's like episode thirty one or thirty two that was about vampires or something, literally titled Buzzfeed Unsolved. Yeah, because I did like, the BuzzFeed right, Unsolved. Because Liz, Liz covered BuzzFeed Unsolved at you. However, I think that people are searching BuzzFeed Unsolved and like finding that and thinking it's like an actual BuzzFeed Unsolved episode or something. Based on Can how many you, but just based on how many listens it has compared to the rest of our episodes. Like I like it literally easily has double the amount of listens than like our average episode. More than that, triple quadruple even. Like it literally has more it's our most listened to episode. But the thing that cracks me up is that I think that's why it has more listens because you know people think it's supposed to be unsolved. But then they stay and listen to it. <laughs> Good as they should. Um, sorry, and sorry, then sorry. sorry. Other fandoms that this is like also really popular in is like Voltron and My Hero. And also when I was searching it, as we were talking about Minecraft YouTubers in that fucking like in the Dream SMP fandom, there were so many, and I'm like. I guess these men are cryptids now. I would, because, like, I don't know anything about the SMP, like, people other mm-hmm. than Dream was, like, the leader of it, right? And so... I guess. I, think, I don't, I don't know then, I know, really. I know that there's one named George and one named Tommy, and I know that they are all shipped with Dream. That's all I know. Um, I, I know, like, there's this guy Carl or something. I didn't even know that. And, and But so, to me, like, they're cryptids just because that's a corner of the internet that I never touch. As someone who was into Minecraft YouTubers, I, I wouldn't touch it now. Like, it's just, I mean, it's just the new generations. Um, the thing is, we didn't really have shit like that back in, like, the old Minecraft fandom days. Um, we, like, the closest thing I can think of is, like, like they weren't even, like, I mean, they were really popular in the space. Like, Gog's Cast or the Creature Hub. But, like, it really wasn't, it wasn't like that. Like, girls weren't, like, going out of their way to, like, ship the members and, like, or, like, just, like, people, like, it didn't really have, like, a large, like, shipping following. Um, like, there was a lot of people who watched it and, like, and stuff like that and really intensely followed it similarly. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, fandom culture as it is, like, now. It's not to say that fandom culture as it did now didn't exist back then. It 100% did. But just, like, not for, like, Minecraft YouTubers. Um, it'd be very interesting to see what would happen if... It was like nowadays, you know, Definitely. but probably it probably wouldn't be as popular because like they're like they're not all like conventionally attractive like white men. Yeah, they, they, most of them were white men. Don't get me wrong, but they're not like conventionally attractive. Some of them are, but not most of them are not. And so they wouldn't have like that fandom following. But I love them. Creature Hub. Also, just a side note, because we're talking about these streamers who are popular, like, in current media, we we recognize that, like, probably every single streamer in person we've mentioned um, has done some questionable and problematic things. Oh, yeah. And that's, this is not us supporting those things. Yeah. Um, it's just us saying, it. like, yes. Um. So, oh, shit. We've been going for a long time, haven't we? We have. It's been almost an hour. 
Do we want to jump into a fic? Yeah, let's try to get through it quick because I got to go study and finish an assignment. Okay. Um, so I actually chose a Danny Phantom <gasps> fic. Slay! I love like, this. It was at the top of like the recommended. I, I did like read a bit of it and skim it. it. It's not my immediate blind going in as it usually okay. is, but it's not a full read through. Um, so it's called uh, Sleepover at No Mercy Hospital. Also, Concussions Suck Real. by Zombie Merlin. And so the, the description of this is Danny is a YouTuber. In his latest video, he spends the night at No Mercy Hospital. It goes about as well as you would you might expect. And so it's actually the, the I didn't actually fully copy the format of the fic just because it would take up way too much time. But it's actually a really, really cool concept where it's like a, a YouTube video premiere. And like so he's like watching it with people and people are like, like commenting on it. Oh, no, like, oh like, I see like, like the you, chat. You know what? Yeah, like the chat scene, like, cool. you know, when like people like premiere YouTube videos and you can all watch it premiere at the same time and there's like the live chat. Yeah. So it has that, but I did not include it because like it would take up way too many pages and like I needed to get to the cryptid and like a lot of it's like, LOL, bro, that's insane. Just there's like no way this s- small happening. comments that YouTube. Yeah. Have. So it's like, but it's like, it's a really genius idea. Also, I'm sorry. I'm like sitting really weirdly. I usually sit weirdly. Don't sweat it. Um, I would be joining you if I wasn't broken. But um, yeah, so I really don't think there's like anyone but Danny speaking. So I'm sorry, Gabs, you gotta a, I'll live. take a little time. Okay, so playing YouTube premiere, spending the night at No Mercy Hospital. Also, concussions suck. The video starts with a black tile card accompanied by a fun, repetitive bass noise and a ghostly swishing sound. The word sleepover at no mercy almost filled the frame in bold white letters. A second war- a second later, warning, jump scare, types itself out of the bottom of the screen in, a small, in small but readable letters. After a pause, another sentence is added. Also, just some general creepiness, even for me. The title card disappears. Hey, y'all, I guess Danny is Southern now, but also I say y'all now as well. Danny, so, I feel like honestly, based on like Danny Phantom TV show, it read is very southern to me personally. It is. But, yeah. it, that might be like a self, because like I was just like read it as like they're somewhere in the world, but like I never it never read like strictly like like maybe I think it's more just like I grew up in the south, but it's like the way that people at his school acted. I was like, this is very like southern. I think a lot of popular kids shows with like the bully, you know, and the pretty popular mean girls, like that's like a very southern thing like that is very real and like Wait, that's real in the south that is like a very real thing and that, all, that it leads into like how greek life is a lot crazier in the south like that all it all leads into that yeah. like it, th- those aren't those are stereotypes but they came from somewhere and they came from the deep south damn it yeah because we i always because i would always watch these shows and i'd be like that's so fucking unrealistic like People who bully, like, they bully, but they're not, like, the say, bully, and there's, like, not really, like, popular people, you I know? would say it was more of a thing in, like, middle school, um, like, elementary school, that that was really, like, you had the kids who literally thought of themselves as popular kids, and they were better than everyone else, and then it definitely carried over, especially in, like, some of the jocks and stuff as you get into high school, but it was less of an issue. Like, it wasn't, like, high school musicals telling us to stick to the status quo, but in middle school, I, in, like, early high school, I was literally called a freak for looking in the popular girl's direction. Like, it happened. I'll never forget. Thanks, but it also, Brianna. It also, it also might be because I'm from Mr. Nice Town, but that's yeah. another story. Um, So, let's get back to the fic, because we keep going yes, up on tangents. Sorry. But that's why you guys love us. Yes. 
Hey, y'all, Danny Fenton says brightly, beaming at the camera with a face frame for the night sky. My name's Danny, and I do parkour and stupid stuff on YouTube for the heck of it. Now, y'all know that I'm incredibly fond of doing incredibly stupid stuff. Last week, I got a dare to spend the night at a creepy, spoopy location that Casper High students may, may remember. I don't remember when this fic is from, but it's probably from, like, 20 years ago for yeah. a second, like spoopy um i still enjoy a good spoopy moment but also like that's like the little bit of millennial yeah like, i was gonna say me. that your your millennial side is showing <laughs> in my millennial side me my, me being like i think every my- person on the border of gen z and millennial is allowed to have a little millennial moment like next thing is he will say doggo i love know? saying doggo that can be it's your so thing fun. as well it's so fun. My thing is that sometimes he says that, and then it's I say that makes me want to drink. <laughs> yeah, so we, we're allowed to have a little millennial in us as a treat. As a treat. Um, where am I? That's that's right. I'm at. Danny turns turns around dramatically, revealing the the decrepit sign in the looming building behind its fence gate. Since last year, one of the snakeheads at the top of the. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, caduceus 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 i don't know on uh, on the yeah, front caduceus. of the building that's mercy caduceus. staff oh bro <laughs> um on top of the caduceus on the, the front of the building had fallen to the ground its open mouth oozed oozes silent malevolent malevolence despite being a statue the not so affectionately named no mercy hospital he declares thunder accompanies the statement followed by a quick flash of lightning the camera now attached to his head points upward at, as he looks at the empty sky okay Dan- danny says unperturbed i love that word like that's, that's a, such that's a good a, such a good fucking word it's like a I'm good like, mouth mumble i'm like but like it it paints such like a picture i'm like i'm like a nerd for like st- as we said, like using too many of these like stupidly un- like specific words in a fic is not good. But when it's used like occasionally, when you use it occasional, it to... adds. It's when it's I'm when such... it, it. But it's also there's like if you use it too sparingly, then it reads like you just found a thesaurus. Yeah, but if you but use like, it too much, it's too much. But bro, this Danny Phantom fic writer knows how to put words. You know, they know how to write. <laughs> they know words. I'm such like a fucking dork for like a good SAT word. You know, know. it's like ugh, they're just good. Um, where was I? As awesome as that was, it's a perfectly clear night out out there, and there are literally zero clouds. So, that logically should have been impossible, but it makes for great dramatic effects, so that's pretty cool. Now, obviously something's different about this video. This isn't a live stream because there's probably going to be hours of footage where nothing is happening, and I'm pretty sure y'all are invested in that. I like reading comments, though, so if you're one of those people watching this as as a YouTube premiere, thanks. And so then it'd be like, like thanks, well, you know, in the comments or whatever, but we don't have that. Um... Anyways, I'm going to explore a bit, but I kind of already know this place pretty well because of the whole evil ghost trying to suck out all of the good qualities from unsuspecting teenagers fiasco from last year. And I think a lot of you do too, so uh, I don't know how much good will uh, will come out of this. We'll find out, though, I guess. And it's like, you remember, like, I think it's like Ember, you know, like the, the rock girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like her. That's who. Okay. Yeah. I fucking love that bitch she was so, so much. Sexy. Definitely, so definitely one of those like when crushes. you look back and you're like oh i was oh, it's, be- it's because i had a crush on her not yeah. that like 
like the weird a weird childhood obsession and it turns out to be a crush like like she go from kim possible-esque type i wasn't a kim possible kid you you weren't no i never got into it i tried i just never got into it however um the ripoff that disney made the replacements and you i call it a ripoff because the main character looks like a mini kim possible the replacements was good, that but was good. That not, was not Kim. Who, who was your, like, as we said, like, Ember, but who was, like, your, like, main Nori childhood? from uh, Barbie Mermadia. <laughs> the way you're so quickly I said have said this for years. Like, I literally, I had the doll with the mermaid tail, um, and, like, the only part of the mermaid tail that was movable was the tail fin, and I it literally broke because I had it in the bathtub with me every single night, and, like, literally, I was obsessed with that thing. The paint literally was rubbing off, like... You could see, like, her, she was naked. There was no paint left she on that doll. Naked. Like, there was no paint left. I, I still stand by it. I rewatch those movies sometimes. I can recognize her voice actress in every single like kids animated movie from that time period because she got around. Um, I can literally recognize her every single time. I'm like, that's Nori. <laughs> I was 100. percent She go from Kim Possible. I probably have like 20 billion more because like that's just like. I mean, that's, yeah. Went. You have like the big um, one, and then you have more. I also, like, as, like, how I should know as, like, a child, like, as a young, young child, I was absolutely obsessed with, like, Buttercup from Powerpuff Girls. Yes! I am very much, like, n- like, it's not like I related to Buttercup, because as yes. anyone who knows me, I am not a Buttercup-type person. Yes. But I was, like, but, like, as, like, a, like, fucking, like, six-year-old, I was, like, she's the best character ever! I love her so much! I want to be like her! No, I wanted to date her. I think that's, that was a popular thing too, where and like a lot of parents looked at it as like oh, the kid just wants to act out and she's the troublemaker. No, it's literally because she was sexy. Well, I, okay, yeah. sexy is too strong of a term because now I'm an adult. Because she's like adult, she's like, like, she's like, like, like seven. But as a kid, but like, <laughs> as a kid, I definitely thought she was sexy before I knew what that word meant. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, wait, let me stop. I saw that's that's not what I meant. Go back. No, but like rewind. literally as a kid, <laughs> rewind some. But like, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught it, but Liz goes rewind time really quietly. <laughs> I literally cannot fucking stop myself. I can't do it. The fucking like the fucking like Twitch meme brain in me is like rotting, rotting it. I don't, I don't know how many I times know. I've said throughout this episode, but like it's I'm fucking rotting from the inside out. Um, so you want to continue. continue the pick? Yes. Um, there's a creaking sound from nearby, and Danny turns towards it. The imposing gate that makes up the entrance to the hospital com- um, compound creaks to a stop. It's completely open. Well, I guess that's an invitation, no? Danny says, grin evident in his voice. Hours pass with the eyes, uh, with, um, so this is, like, a whole, like, fucking, like, cut. Like, he is, like, Danny is, like, taking a little nappy nap on the ground. God, I wish that was me. With a fucking, like, with, like, a sleeping bag. And, like, this is, like, you know, like, when there's, like, the time elapse, or it's, like, the elapse footage or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so hours pass with the eye, um, with the eyes quietly watching Danny sleep. Finally, the video returns to normal to playback at 3.12 a.m. There's more movement in the shadows under the bed. Slowly, at a pace almost glacial, an impossibly thin hand reaches out towards Danny's foot. It looks like a mid-toned green in the night vision camera, but it's impossible to tell what the color, what color it actually is. Danny shifts in his sleeping bag. The hand retreats in an impossibly flat, fast blur of motion. 
Danny squirms for a moment or two, face twisting in a frown. He finally unzips the sleeping bag, crawls out, and lies on top of it. He quickly falls back asleep. Still, the eyes watch. The video speed takes back up. Barely 20 minutes pass before the hand starts reaching out again. This time, it makes it, um, m- makes it to Danny's ankle. He's awake and sitting up in an instant, but the thing has already dragged him under the bed before he can so much as scream. He bangs his head on the metal as he goes down. After a brief rattling of the bed frame, everything is still. Some distant faint sounds echoes that could be screams are audible for a few moments. The eyes are gone. The time is 3.37. The video speeds up again. A few minutes pass. The bed rattles again. Danny's hands is briefly visible, scratching at the floor, grabbing at the bed, trying to find a handhold. Then it disappears again. The video slows down long enough for the bed, for the bed, uh, for the bed to rattle before speeding up again. It's another 30-ish minutes before Danny's hand is once again visible. This time, he pulls oh himself God. out from under the bed. His hair is messier than usual, and his shirt is torn in a few places. There's a smear of a dark substance that appears to be blood on his temple, likely from when he hit his head. He seems otherwise unharmed, but he looks exhausted. I can picture sl- all of this. It's good. It's good. He slowly stands up and flops onto the bed. He lies still for a moment before, before lifting his head. Oh, right. He gingerly pushes himself up and moves towards the camera before sitting down in front of it. So, uh, he drags his hand over his mouth and falls silent, staring off camera. The video Danny sh- the video Danny shakes his head and laughs. Hey, y'all. So, I need a new friend. Yeah. He, uh, he's not good at people, which mood, honestly. Yeah, this is 100% written by a millennial. Yes. Um, that, that, that just, like... But, I mean, Danny cement- Phantom... Cement- yeah, yeah, but no, but like the the spoopy. I'm like, okay, but the the which mood, honestly, which I still say, but like it's it's very. I've millennium. literally heard you say that exact sentence multiple times, probably on the podcast. It's true. Um, he turned back to the bed. Come on out, bud. The eyes appear again. They move from side to side. A head shake. No. Come on, it'll be fine. Danny insists. The eyes blink once, twice. Then the two thin hands slowly reach out again. The arms turn out to be longer than any possible human arm. Another arm reaches out and latches onto the mattress. The creature pulls itself out from under the bed. And it, um, the, bed uh, the bed is 80% limbs attached to an impossibly... Sorry, they probably meant the creature is 80% limbs uh, attached to an impossibly narrow torso. Its rough-looking skin is stretched taut over a thin skull. One gaping eye socket sits sits a couple inches higher than the other in its head and its eyes are two glowing irises floating inside its sockets it has no visible mouth or nose alarmingly it's disappeared off screen as it crawls under the camera's vision field of vision you gotta sit up so they can see you dude danny says after a moment staring downwards to his right in sloth-like movements it head peeks into view you gotta come up you gonna come up anymore danny asks the thing turns to stare at him wordlessly. After a moment, Danny shrugs. All right, then suit yourself. So this is Kelton. He's really lonely and hasn't seen anyone for a super long time. So he just got really excited when he saw me here. I think maybe he's used to, uh, he used to be a person. I don't know, but he's super cool. Say hi, say hi to everyone, Kelton. A vertical slit appears in the creature's face. It runs from the top of its forehead down between its eyes and ends at its chin. A slit parts and the creature lets out a loud Staticky screech that no human vocal cord could possibly make. Danny winces. Kelton, remember what we talked about? Pause. Kelton blinks one eye and then the other. The slit. His mouth reappears as he finally makes another quick shriek. 
Danny nods in approval. Sorry, another quieter shriek. Danny nods in approval. Thank you. And there's just like more. It's so cute. That you need a friend lot. with a I love that though. That's yeah. My new my new friend Kelton the cryptid. I That's... love him. I fuck with Kelton. I fuck I'm not with sure Kelton. I fuck with him as much as I fuck with Titch, but I fuck Titch. Titch, 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 Titch over Kelton. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think Kelton would ship Titch? Absolutely. Kelton wrote the Titch fic. That's I like. That's why we love Kelton. He just like gets it. Um. Yeah. That's this is like our brains deteriorating. Yes. You, you got to be up in how long to go to Comic Con? I'm waking up at like six a.m. tomorrow, so in like yeah, eight hours. Absolutely not. I yeah. am waking up. And at I have to 10. upload this. I'm waking up at ten, studying, having a little lunchy lunch, and then you'll come to hang out. With us. Heading on over to the con because. Hey, the fucking anatomy final. I mean, yeah. not final test. So, good luck with yeah. your tests and yeah. stuff. Um, all right, let's start off. <gasps> sign off the socials, I guess. Oh wait, um, I don't think either of us are gonna look for cryptid fix. No, right, yeah, it's just it's not it's not yeah. within. I, I I feel like it goes without saying. It's not within what any of us read in fan fiction. Yeah, um, no, it's great. Really. I enjoy it, but um, I'm okay. not like oh. That yeah. being said, you can find me on. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. Um, Liz, where can we find you? Oh, fuck. you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. And the show. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, um, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or Their Tropes Battle for Dominance. You can find us on YouTube at Their Tropes Battles for Dominance. Uh, you can email us with any of your questions, comments, concerns, good maze runner or twilight fan fictions at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thanks, y'all. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.